Yo, what's up, everybody? Um, it's your boy Iggy, man. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I hadn't done an episode in a while, and it's kind of been the theme here this summer. We've got a lot of things going on, and I kind of want to touch on some uh, some processes I've been going through personally, and uh, I know I've been kind of doing that anyway, um, to trade out doing the lives and all the public appearances, which I'm happy to say that uh, I'll be changing some of that soon, um, doing the uh, coverage at the Suevo uh, Mix and Match, or Mix and Match, I think it's called, Mix and Match, um, uh, show, well, not showcase, but it's like a social uh, networking uh, thing, I guess. Producers coming to play music and talk about the industry. And uh, so I'm doing covers for that. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. It's good to get uh, start getting my feet back on the ground a little bit. Um, but uh, I don't want to get away from some of the personal and self-help things I've been talking about, mental health things I've been talking about, and um, uh, because I feel like it's actually some people have reached out to me and told me it's helped them, and then it's also kind of helping me. Um, so, uh, but uh, yeah, so I just wanted to say uh, that's going on, and thank everybody that's been vibing with me so far. Um, been a crazy year for me. Uh, it's felt like Felt like a movie, honestly. Um, and in that year, um, or in this year, as it's coming, we're past half. We're about to hit the hit the straightaway for the end of this year. And um, I don't even have to wait to the end of the year to get perspective. It's not even over yet, and I still like gaining perspective on things. And um, I. Uh, been having some, uh, well, I'll just say since I've been um, on my own here for a little bit and uh, getting my feet planted in that way, it's forced me to um, with that and also just relationships around me changing, uh, some lifelong relationships I've had and intimate relationships that I've had and, uh, you know, they're changing, um, out of, you know, out of really what I wouldn't have expected. So it's, it's made me kind of look inside myself and, um, which I was already kind of doing that. Um, I had already been going to some counseling this year and, uh, picked up some habits as far as, um, taking time to reflect on the day and pray and all that stuff. And then also journaling. So I kind of just started picking up some things and, um, I had already been kind of doing that, but, but here the last few months, um, it's kind of made me like, you know, I've been by myself a lot. I'm I'm not around, um, I'm not around Zion every day anymore, uh, and I'm not, you know, I'm not doing the same routine I've been doing for 
years anymore. And some people uh, I'm not talking to on a regular basis anymore. So, like, uh, you know, it's forced me. And not only that, but I'm just I'm trying to support a lot of things, you know what I'm saying, including myself, family, um, you know, still investing into the podcast, things like that. So it's made me kind of look into the mirror and um, and think about things and 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 reflect on myself and and my reactions to things and like um, some of the things that I may have not seen as flaws uh, and necessarily maybe embrace them. You know what I'm saying in some ways and how they can cause harm uh, into relationships or into like. Uh, my own destiny or my own like um, ability to to grow right so um, and I think so the, the primary things I've kind of reflected on was, is is one I think it all comes well there's things that it sources source from right like uh, there's bigger there's bigger um, personality traits that things source from that break into maybe things that they could be bad. And I think I have a couple, of th- well, I have, and probably the biggest thing that I've reflected on um, is, is ego for sure. And, and it doesn't manifest in the normal ways. Like it doesn't manifest in cockiness. It doesn't, which, you know, I talk my shit. Uh, I'm very confident in the shit that I talk. Uh, but also that it doesn't manifest in like the normal ways that you see ego. I'm I'm I consider myself, but also people have you know they tell me that they consider me a, a nice guy or a good guy or like you know super chill, nothing really bothers you, stuff like that. And the ego thing comes from um, wanting people to like me or wanting or and when they don't. Or when things don't necessarily go to, like, uh, they're not as invested in, in something as me as far as um, emotionally or uh, friendship-wise, why does it bother me so much? Or why does it, like, um, affect me so much, right? So um, thinking on that, and because and and, you can't control people, right? Or you can't, like, you can't... Um, you can't really predict what people are going to do. You know what I'm saying, or, or how things are going to go in, a, in any in any situation. So, if if somebody um, or something doesn't necessarily go your way, it's you have to um, more so embrace maybe maybe why maybe the lesson in it, or also uh, that that's not what you need or what's what it's not supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like it wouldn't be leaving if it, if if that was the case. So why is it a problem for you to accept that, right? Um, and so, like, I, I've always been, since I was a kid, I've always had, like, this... Um, I just kind of always try to attract a good energy. Like, I, I'm very social. I'm good with people, right? Uh, I'm very, like, for the most part, open with people. I'm very... Um, people feel like they can approach me about things um, that they may not normally approach a stranger about. Like they'll talk to me about things they maybe not know, and and I think that comes from 
Uh, you know, I don't know what I put out that people trust me with things, um, but I appreciate that, and I try, and I try to uphold it. But um, when when things are not when it when that's off, then it's like, well, why why you not like me, or why is what's wrong with that? There's got to be something wrong with that, you know what I mean? Or that I won't accept that, you know what I mean? So like, that's an ego thing, and I think when you uh, and it and it and it filters into other ways. Like so, when I was when I want to get something done, and I may not necessarily be what should be getting done right then, or could spend money on it right then, or whatever. Like I, there's a stubbornness in me, and I think the stubbornness comes from it's sourced from the ego, right? So because of that, um, it goes into other personality disorder or not disorder. I shouldn't say disorders personality traits right that we may not even necessarily and i feel like a lot of men i'm I'm speaking of this because i'm gonna talk about a few things one is is that for me as far as ego also i have an issue with confrontation i think that comes from ego too um like i don't like confrontation especially um with people that i care about which also comes from not wanting to be not liked right and um like i don't like i don't like uh being in disagreements with people i i care about um i don't like that you know what i'm saying so like uh i would rather maybe dance around it or maybe not uh speak the full truth or like um, you know, maybe not be totally honest in something because I'm trying to avoid a confrontation about it. And that's me not facing myself again, right? And and not accepting that this is actually how I feel 100%. You got to stand on it instead of necessarily, which I do a lot of times like you know, those are only that's only happening in my interpersonal relationship or like you know, my family and friends and stuff like that. So like when it's when it's people that I don't care about, I don't give a shit. So I'll be a hundred percent me, which is weird. You know what I mean? And and I'm a hundred percent me. I feel like I'm a hundred percent me, but I there are certain things within those interpersonal relationships that I have issues with, and it maybe cartels away from me being a hundred percent me. It's not honest, and um, like I said, I think because of because of the stubbornness. Um, to or intertwined with, you know, lack of wanting to or be in confrontation. Um, Those mixed in are are coming from an ego standpoint, you know, and and I feel like a lot of men carry an ego standpoint and they don't realize that they're carrying it. Right. Um, And it, it influences them. And some of their decision making, even in relationships, but also in like just in life in general, you know what I'm saying? So um I read the I read the other day, let me see if I can find it real quick. There's something else that uh definitely affected um uh, me, but also um I think it affects other people is that when when like so when I was a kid, 
I was always considered a good kid. Once again, like that, that comes from wanting to make sure I'm liked. And that comes from my parents, like setting that expectation of this is how you need to be. Um, you're not going to get anything less than a, a B on your grades. You need, you know, you got to behave, whatever. Like it was like, you made sure that you do not fall out of line. Like these are things that you are supposed to be doing in school or with your grades or education wise. And so I, I got the, I was the oldest, um, out of three boys, I'm the oldest and I'm the one that's kind of setting the, setting the standard, you know, for my two younger brothers. So I always got the good kid thing. And I, and I, and I read the other day, like there was a, I guess it was a tweet that said like, um, when people say you're, you were such a good kid growing up, it means you express no needs and you did as you were told. A lot of the good kids were anxious kids, the sensitive kids who could sense the frustration of the adults in their lives whenever they express their needs. Um, so this is a reminder for parents to check on their good kids. Chances are they need to learn to stay. They chances are they've learned to stay quiet about their needs. Sensitive and even tempered children will shape themselves, and whoever you want them to be, this is the way of coping. So I think that's where I got that, and um. Because I did what I was told, right? And I never, there was never really a challenge for me uh, and my parents. Like, I I avoid conversation with them like crazy because it's hard to talk to them about anything. Um, and this is just me being brutally honest about that. Like, it's hard to talk to me, my parents about things because of their religious faith. And everything that I try to talk to them about draws back on that. And that's not saying anything bad, but I think that, um, it it causes me to be like, well, how? I mean, I would rather just deal with it myself than face than face the confrontation of being like, no, this is like, you know, you guys need to understand, not everything falls. And I've been doing that, you know. I I had to sit down with my parents about that um, recently and all that, but I'm just saying that's why I can talk about it now. But I'm just saying like, um. It's it's that that me dealing with that childhood, like hearing that, you know what I mean, like or and I never never really understood that until now. Like as I've gotten older, I understand like that shaped me into being more, um, but not necessarily. I I wasn't allowed to to find myself outside of being what I was supposed to be doing in school, in class, and all that until I was older and really until I got out the house. And then it was like a, it was like a, I still didn't really know because I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the military. Like I didn't really, that was my dad. You know what I mean? He pushed that. So it wasn't really, I, and then now, even now, so now I'm really, now where I am facing myself and looking in the mirror every day is, is where I am learning why and where things are coming from as far as, me not uh, maybe necessarily knowing some of these things back then because I was still under the influence of my parents and also uh, understanding that I didn't like confrontation. So I just avoided it or I just don't, I just suck it in. You know what I mean? Uh, and then when I finally let it out, it's like a lot, <laughs> you know, whether it's like, emo- whether it's like emotional, angry, happy, like, you know, for the most part, I stay mid-tier calm, you know what I mean? Um, And 
I don't I think that was supposed to be a natural thing for me, but it may just come from the fact that I'm just uh I'm one I'm just that good kid, right? I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So um yeah, I think that that confrontation um uh, like or wanting to be in confrontation um is is a big one for me. And then, um, yeah, I think so many men, when they get in relationships, and I've been having conversations with other men about this, about relationships with women that uh, <clears throat> are not afraid of confrontation. <laughs> uh, and and the juxtaposition... I don't know why I've been having such a hard time talking on these podcasts lately. Juxtaposition of those two things next to each other, you know, it's probably going to not work that well, right? (laughs) Uh, You have one person that's not used to dealing with this confrontation or sucking it in or like falling, you know, not to fall in line, but just more meek or don't, would rather recluse in that situation versus another person who would, rather not recluse in that situation and go and like deal with it then or like um uh explode their first frustrations in those in that way so it it's uh i think it's more common in in, in a lot of things and i i don't say all that to say like because i know i talked about the johnny depp thing and i think that plays some of it in in a lot of Relationships where men are in these relationships, and a lot of these type of men, I think they're those type of men, where like uh, they don't know how to deal with they wasn't really taught the the ways to deal with confrontation. Well, especially with women, um, and then also I'm not making an excuse for women that get into if they're hitting and abusing and, and doing things like that. That's that's you're crossing the line. You know what I'm saying? But I think there needs to be a more open conversation with men about uh, that idea of uh, maybe being more um, not not being able to handle conversation well, or or not haven't got the tools to deal with having to deal with conversation confrontation well as far as um, in a healthy way. And setting boundaries in a healthy way. Like for me, I I was not good at setting boundaries. I'll just be honest with you. I haven't been. I'm I'm still having a hard time with that as far as setting boundaries in a healthy way and not letting things pile up first, then trying to set the boundary or um just dealing with it, you know what I mean, until it's until it crashes, <laughs> until it burns, you know. Um, and so like, I'm still trying to deal with that. I'm still trying to like figure out how to deal with those boundaries or how to create them for myself in a healthy way where they're still able to maintain relationships in a healthy way too. Um, you know, I mean, and it may have cost me some friendships that I wasn't able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it sucks, you know, but you learn and you go, but it's just like, the the time that I'm having to invest in myself and and you know get things out 
I think fear of abandonment, I didn't even talk about that, but fear of abandonment comes from, which I never knew until, you know, recently, I was obviously when I found out about my dad, but I, that's, coming, that's where that's coming from, is fear of abandonment is coming from, and I think that plays into not being liked, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm not liked, people are abandoning me, they don't like me, they're leaving me. Um, why are they leaving me? It's because they don't like me, you know? Um and I, and that's coming from that. It's coming from, and I never knew it. Sometimes you don't know your traumas. Uh, you could have got a trauma as a as a baby. You know what I mean? That you don't even know. I'm I'm trying to be so cautious with that with Zion. You know what I mean? The things that he's picking up on now, because they could affect him when he's thirty, <laughs> thirty one, thirty two, like me. I was I've been affected by something that I didn't even know. I had no conscious of until. I was told as a grown adult, but I had trauma from that, and and I and I still have trauma from that as far as fear of abandonment, like, and being alone. Uh, that's why I I had real issues with always wanting to be around my friends, especially in high school, all the way up through college, and uh, and in, even in the military, as far as like always, I couldn't, I didn't like sitting in my room by myself for a long time, like. If I was in there for a little bit, all right, but then I try to go to somebody else's room. I have to get up. I have to go leave. And that has caused relationship issues, you know, with um, myself. Now it's because I was I always had to leave, and it, and it felt like somebody else was getting abandoned because I always had to feel like I need to be doing something. or I, always, I can't just be in the house facing myself and then let my mind go because I overthink so my mind's going all the time it's not stopping and um, even though I might not say anything I I might not be saying nothing but best believe my mind is on something I'm thinking about something so I can't I when I'm doing that I need to when I'm doing that it, it causes me to be like no I can't sit here and do that like I have to be distracted. I have to do something else to get my mind off of things that is gonna that's gonna press it down or my worries or like my stresses or like you know. And I'm and now that I have to do that, I'm having to sit and deal with these things. So I'm having to find a pace in that and slowing my mind down and not worried about if people leave or if they come back or if they. Or around or whatever, like you know what I'm saying, like, um, and that's you know, I guess that I uh, those three, like, like I think all of those three. It's crazy. I think all of those three come from my my ego. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I feel like. I feel like a lot of, not even just men, but I definitely think men for sure deal with that element of ego in some way. Maybe not my way. I, that's how I deal with it. Or that's how it's, that's how it's, that's probably my biggest toxic trait. In a like if I could do an umbrella, you know how you do like umbrella data charts in science like that? It would be ego, fear of abandonment, um, fear of conflict, and um, good kid wanting to be liked all underneath that umbrella and then it branches off into like you know not understanding this about a person or not 
understanding this about myself or trying to still think, you know, into Zion or whatever. So, and I'm actually thankful that I'm learning these things about myself because he's got some of them for me and I have to be able to tell him how I dealt with it for myself. Uh, so I can help him. And, uh, yeah, anyways, so I would be able to break it down in that way. That's my way of dealing with ego, but, I think a lot of people, especially men, deal with ego in some way. And I guess you should kind of self-reflect on um, how it has affected your relationship in a good or a bad way, how it has affected your life in a good or a bad way, um, and and go from there. And also, where does it? how has it affected those branches? Do you have issues with conflict? Do you have no issues with conflict? Do you have anger problems? Do you have, like, control issues? Or do you have, like, um, uh, work issues? Like, you feel like you got to work all the time or, like, a workaholic and shit like that. Is that coming from these elements? Where is that coming from? And and I challenge you to, to deal with that. And, you know, I'm doing it. Anybody that feels like they want to reach out. And I've been getting... Um, uh, well, I actually had a couple people tell me they thought I'd be a good therapist. I, I don't know if I could do therapy, though, man. That's just, that's a hard job, and it's hard to take on things. I have a hard time taking on my own shit. And then I started taking on other people's shit, like people that I care about. And that just, that's, you know, that's a balance, too. It's a juggle, too. And uh, anyway, so I just, um, I hope that, I hope that that helped some people. It's helping me. Uh, and I'll continue to, you know, do personal things. I, I definitely got to um, continue to talk about that to help me, but also to to be honest with y'all um, and, and the people that invested their time to listen to me talk <laughs> for 30 minutes. Uh, but I really think that, you know, mental health for me, this has been a very mental health year for sure um, in all angles, in every way. Um, and so I just, I really want people to invest in that uh, and think about it and, you know, take time. I mean, I, I, uh, I just being educated on and Our parents don't know what they're passing down to us. My parents didn't know they were passing down certain things to me. By telling me to be a good kid, you know they don't know that that's gonna make me box in and and um, try to be liked and try to make sure I'm doing the right things, even though it may go outside of who I am and what I truly am at heart. Like maybe change my personality or not want people to not like me um, and things like that. They didn't know that. They just were trying to be their parents. So. Don't beat yourself up too bad if you find out something about yourself and you hate it or you don't like it, you despise it. Like, it's all right. Don't beat yourself about it. Just identify it and figure out tools to help yourself. I mean, I've been having a lot of talks with people, and it's good to hear people that actually have begun investing in their mental health start figuring out tools to help themselves, especially um, even though you may still be young, 20s, 30s, um, that's or 
you know, that's that's still young, you know, that's that's young enough. I mean, it's not like it's still time to, you know, there's never it's never too late. I mean, even if you're 60 or 70 and you unpacking things for yourself, like that's not too late either, but definitely in your 30s. And I think uh, for me, I'm, I'm very appreciative that I'm getting the chance to challenge myself. And I'm struggling, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm struggling uh, with some of these elements and figuring out how to deal with them and come to face with them and, uh, and yeah, it's not easy, but um, I'm definitely appreciative of the, of the opportunity to be able to do it uh, and try to get better and, and be a better version of myself and continue to and to, and to continue to grow. Um, so, anyways, thank y'all for listening. I guess this will be it until I see y'all at the event for Suevo That's September third, so in a couple of weeks. And uh, I'll see y'all then. Uh, but in the meantime, man, y'all stay, y'all stay up, stay blessed, and uh, I holler at y'all. Peace.